um, Struggle City, Population 2. Everything for the recording of this intro has just been a little bit of a strug. First of all, my AirPods were kidnapped today by Kynan because he lost his, so he took mine to the gym. However, I failed to remember that my computer speakers don't work, so if I don't have my AirPods, I literally cannot hear. And Allie just said, could you just do it without AirPods? And I was like, and what, read your lips? Like, Helen Keller this episode? I can't do that. Well, and we were supposed to record yesterday, but I was in a foul mood, so we didn't. Yeah, Allie was in a bad mood, which just never results in a good recording. So now my sweet roommate, Raina, has let me use her AirPods. Something's a little bit wrong with my microphone, but you know what? We're here and we're live. So Allie, how's your week been going? Are you having a better day today than you were yesterday? I am having a better day today. You know, the sun is out. I I don't know. It's been like a weird week. Like, should we just jump into our highs and lows? Sure. You want to kick it off? Yeah. Um, I'll start off. I'll start it off on a high note. How about that? High note for me was um, so I went to my friend Natalie's masquerade ball that she hosts for her charity, the Allo Family, on Friday night, and it was so much fun. Fun, and we gave away the tickets on our Instagram. We did. We gave away the tickets, and it was just a really beautiful event. They ended up raising over fifty thousand dollars for charity, and. It was just fun to get dressed up and be with my friends, and yeah, it was a great night. Very fun. It looked awesome. I received a lot of photos from the event. Yeah, it was fun. Um, And then my low, so I've been manifesting something for a really, really, really long time now, and or trying to, and um, it almost came through. I'm like not really ready to share exactly what it is, but... It almost came through. It was almost exactly- Oh my gosh, I hate when people do that. It's like when people pass away and no one says the cause. Well- I, It's so annoying. I know it's annoying and I will share it and I wish I could share it, but for many reasons, I cannot. I, but you know what I'm talking about? Like when I I someone passes away or like not even pass, like I guess pass away is a really strong like jump. Um, Like when someone's in the hospital or someone's like fallen ill and no one says like- they want you to pray, but they don't say why. I'm like, I'll pray better if you said why. <laughs> I know. And I hate that too. It's like silent prayer requests or like no questions or whatever. It's so annoying. And I hate to be that person, but I just like really can't say what it is. Okay. We'll give you a pass for this one. Okay. I hope I can tell you soon. Um, but anyway, so I've been manifesting this thing and or trying to, and it literally almost came through. It was almost everything that I wanted, but there was like some major things missing. Not even major. There were just like things that I wasn't lit up by, and I just like wasn't really lit up by the whole thing, and I had to say no to it, and it was a huge bummer. It was really hard to do. Yeah, but we've talked about this before, and I think with manifestation, like um, like right before your manifestation comes to life, it is true that the universe will like dangle something shiny, basically almost what you're looking for, but not exactly it. And it tries, it's the universe trying to like make sure that you're on course with your manifestation and you don't like accept the first shiny thing that you see. So yeah. I believe that your manifestation is coming true soon. I think that was a test to see if you would like stay the course. No, honestly, I agree, and I stand by that 100%. I always say that, Um, but it just sucks when you're in it and you have to, like, go through this test, you know? 
Yeah. I feel this way. Like when you, I have seen this most in my life when it comes to relationships, like the universe will give you like a guy who like is almost what you're looking for, but not exactly. But it's like, you know, shiny, exciting. And you have to be like, no. And I don't know. I just think I like seeing that happen in my life a lot. You have too. So I know that you believe it. I've definitely seen it and I for sure believe it, but it just like is never fun going through it. But I do think right before things start to happen, like you see the people around you start getting the things that you want. You start almost getting the things that you want. Like, you know, you're close to it. So like, Mm -hmm. I know I'm close, Mm -hmm. but it's just like hard, you know, saying no to things, but just, yeah. Trying to stay the course. And also when you say no, like a part of you expects like immediately like something else, like the thing to pop up like within the hour. Yeah. It's like a little a little angel whispers down, good job. Here's your here's what you wanted. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, funny. Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna be sending good vibes to your manifestations. And hopefully one day you can share. So I don't want to really apologize for being that annoying bitch that is saying that because so I annoying, I know. so annoying. <laughs> I'm gonna but, I'm gonna assume that I know it's annoying AF, and I'm sorry. Yeah, but we will accept you for now. Um, but yeah, I think so. This is my first time recording an episode from my new room in San Diego, and I moved last week, so I moved on Friday. The first like three or four days, I was basically just like unpacking and having like the handyman come over and put my room together and do all this stuff. But I think like yesterday and today were the first days that I felt like I'm actually kind of like living and doing Mm -hmm. stuff that isn't just like unpacking and organizing. Um, And I love it so far. I love my room. I think I'm going to post a room tour like tonight because I just like I'm obsessed with it. It's so cute. And I didn't measure anything like in typical me fashion I did not measure a damn thing I just kind of like eyeballed it all and it all fit so perfectly so yeah I can't wait to see it I booked my trip I'm coming in May I'm so excited we got tickets to Lizzo yeah Allie booked her ticket solely based on the fact that we can go and see Lizzo which I'm really excited about and that's like I think that's something that I'm just blown away by like living in a big city and I know that like a lot of people experience this, but coming from Oxford, Mississippi, and then like I lived in Hawaii where there was like stuff, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Living in a city like San Diego, they have everything. Like, yeah. you know, when you're an Ole Miss or like when you move in, you have to like, order everything. But I was like, oh, I need this. And it's like, oh, here's a store for that. Oh, I need, you know, that. It's like, and they have everything. Like, it's literally everything you could ever want or need. It's crazy. Yeah. Welcome and to then, city. Yeah. City living. And then, there's also so many events. Like you literally just looked and found a, a Lizzo concert. Like that's well, crazy. You told me to look and see what was going on and pick a date. So I did. And just so happened to be Lizzo Day. Hey guys, just want to take a quick second to thank our sponsor, Joyous. If you've listened to this show for a while now, you know how much we love this brand. Joyous is a female-owned, non-alcoholic wine company that helps people on their sober journeys, whether it's for an hour, a night, a month, or the rest of their lives. Joyous was a game changer for our mom who first discovered the brand in Hawaii, and it helped show her and us that we could still celebrate and enjoy all the things that we love without alcohol. 
Seriously, it tastes just like the real stuff, but obviously way better for you and has a lot less sugar. My friend Lindsay actually opts for Joyous most of the time now too because she gets horrible hangovers and it really does make you feel like you're enjoying the real thing but without all the bad side effects. Joyous makes still and sparkling rosé, sparkling wine, and an alcohol-free cab that is so good. The sparkling rosé is my personal favorite and you guys can try it now with our code. Go to drinkjoyous.com and use the code SISTERS, all caps, for 10% off. That's SISTERS, all caps. I know you'll love it just as much as we do. And yeah, I know we didn't do Loves and Leaves last week, but kind of to jump into what I'm loving. So I really wanted to find a gym and start working out here because I hadn't really been doing any physical exercise since I moved in. And so I've been loving ClassPass, which I've used before in Hawaii and not to be like a cheater, but I just redid the free trial again and I used Kynan's phone number. Oh, because I've done the free trial like seven times. Or yeah, if you do the free trial, you get like 30 free credits, which is like I'm actually seven. actually on a free trial myself right now. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm about to start texting like random contacts like, hey, I know we haven't talked since high school, but what four-digit code did you just receive? <laughs> Um, but you get like 30 free credits for the free trial and you can try like seven or eight different classes with those credits. Like, and so I'm trying a bunch of different gyms in San Diego. So the first one I tried was soul cycle, which was so much fun. I will say I was so surprised that soul cycle is on class pass. Like they must be really struggling. Well, maybe they just want like new clientele. No, I know they're not doing well, but was your class full? They're not doing well? Yeah. Oh, my class was not full. I'll say that. It was like four people. All right. Well, class class is struggling. I mean, SoulCycle is struggling, but I love SoulCycle. Like if I- Wait, are only the struggling places on ClassPass? (laughs) I mean, it's I wouldn't say like struggling, but like if you're a gym and you're consistently booking every class full, you don't need to be on ClassPass. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, I did Soul Cycle and then today I'm doing a new gym called Renegade, which someone reached out on Instagram and told me that if I like Shed in Oxford, that it's really similar. So I'm excited. I love that. I love Class Pass. I'm not hating on it at all. I'm not saying that only the struggling gyms are on there. <laughs> I do love Soul Cycle. When I was in LA for that summer, I was doing Soul Cycle every day. And honestly, it's like a church service. Like you leave, sometimes you're crying, sometimes you're just like so full of joy. <laughs> an emotional experience no literally and I did therapy right before I went to soul cycle so I was fresh out of therapy and then I go to soul cycle and he was like today I want you to say move 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 and I was like that's exactly what I've been doing I've been moving like this is exactly what I needed to hear and it was great and it was just yeah I definitely felt like I was like at the club but not having to drink and be ratchet it was just like a fun club where you just work out and I still follow the soul the soul cycle instructors that I really liked on Instagram. They're like what? all influencers. <laughs> One thing though I will say is like surely those those teachers have a coke problem because <laughs> the guy teaching my class 
was just no, there's just absolutely no way he had that much energy and that level of like craziness from just like a coffee like he, it was it was something else and yeah. i watched this tiktok and it was like the difference between california soul cycle instructors and new york soul cycle instructors and he was like coming up to our bike and like was on the ground it was like <laughs> like like you know in rush where you sit at their feet and you, yeah. and he was doing that, and he was like, "Channel it, like, bring it home, baby." It was like running around the room. It was the craziest thing. Like, I wish I had this man's level of energy. I know but- there really is a difference between California and New York Soul Cycle instructors because California, it's like they're just feeling it, whatever, vibing, <laughs> something, the mushrooms. I don't know. New York, it is like they are there to kick your ass, and like if you're not going faster, <laughs> they will beat you up. <laughs> no, he was like twerking on all of our bikes while we were biking. There was this one instructor in Beverly Hills and he's so cute. And I have a horrible gaydar, y'all. Like it's terrible. And I was convinced this man was straight and was like telling all my friends that were going with me, like my coworkers, like, oh yeah, like for sure straight, for sure straight. And then we found him on Instagram. He's like flamboyantly gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just a really like fun experience and I was just talking to my roommate Raina because she was like are you sore and I was like you know I'm not sore at all because I don't think I was doing anything correctly but I was having a lot of fun like it's everyone around me was like drenched in sweat and I was just like not sweaty at all and I um resistance I was turning it but I think I was just having more fun more than like working out because I also like didn't have the exact technique down of like, you know, the lead with the right leg bounce. So I was just kind of biking, like strolling on my bike. Like I wasn't pushing it as hard as other people. I was really just there to like get out of the house and do something. I definitely want to go to SoulCycle when I come. Yeah. It's literally like five minutes from my house. So that's another thing. Like, how do you even do anything in a city that's big? Like, how do you pick a gym? There's th- 30 million. How do you pick a dinner place? There's every place you could ever think of. It's crazy. I feel like you're on the simple life, but reverse. Like, you're coming from this small town America <laughs> in a big city. I literally was thinking that in my car. I was like, I feel that exact thing that you just said. I like <laughs> simple life, but reverse. Like, people probably think I'm like crazy. I was at Trader Joe's the other day. And you guys have to keep in mind that, like, I've been traveling for so long. I know. I think you've never been anywhere. I know. And I've just been, like, craving, like, stability, normal life. Like, going to Trader Joe's, getting groceries, going home, having a room, having a house. And I was at Trader Joe's and I was, like, cr- like basically crying. Like, walking through the aisles, like, Noki, I've always heard about this. God. You literally lived in Italy, you freak. I know, but, like... I always watch people's Trader Joe's hauls on TikTok, and I was like, damn, can't wait for that to be me. Do you have an air fryer? We actually have two air fryers, so I'm going to be air frying some shit. I got a lot of stuff. (laughs) I love that for you. Um, Wait, so what was your leave? Okay, I'm going to be leaving and also canceling the establishment called IKEA. I went to IKEA the other day because I needed a couple things for like furniture wise for our house. I am not even kidding guys. That was the most overwhelming experience of my life. I thought I was have to call Kynan to come pick me up because I was so overwhelmed. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I get like that in Costco. 
Yeah, it was like Costco, but like on crack and no one was handing out snacks. It was just furniture. Yeah. Costco, it's like, oh my God, I need a speaker. I need a watch. I need this gigantic thing of like almond milk. Like (laughs) very stressful. Yeah, it was really an overwhelming experience. It was like as big as Oxford High School and it was crazy. And everyone was just like running amok, grabbing like little (laughs) furniture pieces it was wild but I did get a really cute lamp but like at what cost my sanity I don't know (laughs) not worth it not worth it so if I ever shop Ikea again it's gonna be online mark my words I get overwhelmed with shopping in general like clothes shopping if I go into a Zara it's like I have the shot clock of like seven minutes and that's it oh you already know how I get when I shop I feel like you last longer than me. I always have a meltdown <laughs> so soon after walking in. But I feel like the last couple of times we've shopped, like you and mom can hang in there longer than I can. Like I need to sit down and have a snack. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. are the worst people to take shopping. Like don't even try. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. But I also um, get overwhelmed online shopping too. It's like I take all this time to fill my cart and then I get overwhelmed and never end up checking out. Yeah, and that kind of makes me think of another thing that I'm loving is that I have reactivated my Fashion Pass account now that I'm living in California and have, like, a reason to need clothes. And I'm sure you guys have heard about Rent the Runway, but this is, like, a cuter version. So, like, I think Rent the Runway is more for, like, business people and, like, people who maybe have to go to an office or need, like, corporate clothes, whatever. I I will say I like Rent the Runway. I kind of go back and forth. I was doing Fashion Pass for a while, but I like Rent the Runway because they have more – they have nicer brands. Yeah, essentially, it's basically just something you get a membership to and you can just get a bunch of clothes, wear them and then send them back. And especially for things like, you know, special occasions or like weddings, stuff like that, you don't want to buy something every time like football games. So I've did fashion pass um, and I got a bunch of cute stuff and I'm excited to wear it in California. But I will also say I was under the impression that I was moving to like a summer, a summer place. And I only packed summer clothes. I didn't bring a single jacket. And um, it has been a little chilly. So I... Going back to Fashion Pass and Class Pass, though, I get overwhelmed, like, even selecting things. Like, it takes me a long time to, like, pick four things because then I'm like, oh, I only get four things. Like, what do I get? Yeah, and similar to Class Pass, like, I do only have the 30 free credits until I do the the free trial again with another number. So when and dad are next. When and dad are next mentality a lack mindset when it comes to classes and clothes (laughs) what are your loves and leaves this week um okay my love is the pistachio latte from starbucks everyone is simping over that right now i had two yesterday two and 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 i tried to get one today and they were out (laughs) <laughs> I'm afraid to try because like I don't like pistachio as a snack so I don't know if I would love it as a, the first as a time bumby. I saw someone getting it I was repulsed and then I don't know I just had a wild hair and decided to try it and have been addicted it's so good I think it's the best drink that Starbucks has ever come out with and the hype is deserved my Starbucks order is the brown sugar oat milk shaken espresso. It is just mwah, so good. I want it like every day, every minute. And the first place that I've memorized how to drive to in my new neighborhood by heart <laughs> is Starbucks. I made, I drove there yesterday without maps and I was like so proud of myself. Granted, it is two minutes away, but <laughs> I did it without any maps. So Do you ever get bored of getting the same drink? No, I love it. Well, Starbucks is smart because they make you like reload your gift card. 
I mean, my Starbucks budget is through the roof this month. Like every other day, it's like add $25, add $25. Yeah, I actually don't use that because of that reason. I don't well, use How do you app. order ahead? I don't order ahead. I just order oh. when I get there because yeah, I don't like the app. It stresses me out. I don't like having to reload my card. I'm like, I have a debit card or credit card. I don't need this little Starbucks card. And it's but like- I like earn the stars. Then you get a free drink. I don't care. <laughs> my sanity is worth more than the Starbucks app. My sanity though is not having to wait for my drink. Yeah. The Starbucks that's close to my neighborhood is like very calm. So there's never really been a line so far, but I don't know. I mean, my best morning is pistachio latte from Starbucks and the bacon Greer egg bites. Oh my gosh. I love the red pepper egg bites from Starbucks. And until I went to Trader Joe's yesterday, until we did a little TJ haul, I had no food. So I had basically been living off of the Starbucks egg bites. Have you had the bacon ones though? Yeah, I've tried it. I don't know why. I just like the red pepper ones or the roasted. Mm, Okay. Whatever. Your own. Yeah. Um, Okay, something I am leaving, or I'm not technically leaving it, but I would like to leave um, long-distance relationships behind because they suck. And if you're considering getting in one, I recommend just don't. It's really hard. Not to bring yeah. the mood down, but it honestly sucks, especially with someone that you have very different communication styles with. Yeah, maybe we need to have like a long distance specialist on this pod because I know that I'm I'm now not in one as of five days ago, but it is tough. It's really hard. And especially because I like am such a confrontational person. Like when I'm mad, I want to look at you in the eye, tell you what's happening and then get over it. Yeah. And Herbie is so like – he's such an avoider and it's so easy to avoid someone when you're like literal states away. <laughs> uh, back with the Herbie slander. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Your favorite topic. Yeah, it is. I love trolling Herbie. But I will say it is so shitty and long distance relationships, like if anyone's ever been one. I don't know anyone who's been like, yeah, super awesome. It really worked well for me. Like, I mean, it's just always – Right. Like Herbie and I have different things going on. Like it's nice. We can like do our own thing. I'm like, that is such bullshit and like a lie. Yeah. That definitely was a lie that you were telling yourself. But I would say like when it came to me being a long distance relationship, I did enjoy it because I am a very like kind of individual, like I love doing my own thing and I love being with my friends. So like being in a long distance relationship, I didn't really feel like I had to sacrifice anything because like when I was with Kynan, it was just us together. We just spent every moment together. And then when he was gone, I got to be with my friends and like be by myself. But it's been interesting this week transitioning into like a regular relationship, like not long distance, like very normal couple relationship. Because it almost feels weird to be in San Diego and not be with Kynan. Because like every time I've been here in the past, I'm visiting him. So like when he drops me off at my house, I'm like, why are you leaving me? Like, Why do you hate me? Are we broke? Yeah. I mean, it's been like, I'm trying to find the groove because it definitely is different. Cause like once you're living in the same place, it's like, I literally had to call my friends the other day. I'm like, how do you, what do you guys do with your boyfriends in the same city? Like what's your schedule? Yeah, that's so true. And honestly, like I've only ever been in long distance relationships. Like I've had a couple of like in town flings, but for the most part, when it gets to this level, like Herbie and I've been dating for a year as of two days ago. And now it's like, I don't know. Also, like when you're an adult, you just want to be together. Like it's yeah. hard. 
Yeah, it's been it's been interesting, but it's been fun. Like me and Kynan had a field trip yesterday and went to like this place I'd never been before. And I think we're just like finding our groove. But it's also a little bit harder because like not to sound like a, a loser, but like I don't really have friends here yet. So like it's not like I'm balancing my friends and like Kynan's my best friend here. But Perry's well, coming. A week until you're on TikTok with all new best friends. Yeah, Perry's coming. I'm going to like meet more people through my roommates, which is great. But like as of right now, he's kind of my number one buddy. So like, of course, we're going to be together all the time. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah, maybe we should have. I think it's time maybe to have a relationship coach back on. Yeah, we did that last year, but we definitely we're need to bring in, one back. We're in different places. Yeah, we need for some sure. guidance, I think. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm sorry that you've had a tough time, but I'm going to send you and Herbie good vibes. And hopefully Herbie listens to this and gets his act together. (laughs) I hope so too. Um, Well, one thing that has been making me feel better this week, because it has been an interesting week, are my new Cozy Earth sheets. I am obsessed. There's literally nothing better than crawling into bed after a really long day to your Cozy Earth sheets because they are the softest things ever and worth every penny. I absolutely agree. I'm so stoked to have Cozy Earth sponsoring today's episode because that has also been a major love of my week, especially moving. Cozy Earth sent Allie and I a huge package. We got our own sheets. They sent me a comforter. They sent me two of their amazing waffle towels. And I've been a Cozy Earth fan since I think I was like a freshman or sophomore at Ole Miss and I first heard about their products. They were on Oprah's favorite things for five years in a row and she described it as the softest bedding ever. So naturally- Oprah knows good sheets. Yeah, Oprah knows good sheets. And so mom ordered the bamboo sheets and they are literally like, I've put all my friends on, like Libby has them, I have them, Perry has them. They are literally addicting. And once you get them, you will never go back to any other sheets. I like can't explain how soft it is really. Yeah, I've actually had Cozy Earth sheets for a long time. They're the only sheets that I've had probably since I moved to Nashville and they hold up too. Like I've had the same set for a long time. Yeah, Cozy Earth is incredible. They're all around amazing brand too. Do you remember this Christmas when the CEO sent mom a handwritten letter because of how many sets of sheets she ordered from Cozy Earth last year? Yeah. The CEO of Cozy Earth literally wrote our mother a handwritten note thanking her for (laughs) all of the sheets that she had ordered the year before because we were that upset. So nice. It was so nice. And they have just the best customer service. Um, their sheets are made from 100% viscose from bamboo. The breathable and moisture wicking fabric feels degrees cooler than cotton and they're soft and temperature regulating, which is good if you're like me and you are a sweaty sleeper, y'all. I literally wake up every morning from my sleep like drenched in sweat. I've been this way since I was a child. You really have. And I've noticed the biggest difference in just like my quality of sleep since I use cozy earth sheets because they're so much cooler. I don't get hot in the night and yeah, it's just probably my love of the year because they're just incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're having a hard week, order some cozy earth sheets. They will do the trick. Yeah. And it's important to invest in stuff like sheets. Like you sleep every night, hopefully, unless you're like Allie and you don't sleep that much. But (laughs) I've been sleeping this week, I will say. I found these um, melatonin chocolates at Whole Foods. I'll share share them with you guys on Instagram. They're a game changer. So I pop in four of those before I go to bed, (laughs) all in my cozy earth sheets, and I pass the F out. 
Yeah. But you need to invest in your sleep. Like your sleep life is important. And we are here to team up with Cozy Earth and help you guys do that. They actually gave us a code. It's sister40 for 40% off your order, which is major. That's literally like almost half off. Mm -hmm. And we will put the link to that in our show notes. So be sure to check out Cozy Earth. Be sure to check out their sheets. And if anyone orders them, please let us know what you think, because I seriously believe they will change your life. So I'm really excited about today's guest. We talked to Jenna Wolf. She is the owner of The Lotus Room in Nashville. It is an Ayurvedic spa. If you've listened to that show for a while, you know that we are fascinated by different wellness techniques and just ways to know yourself better. And Ayurveda is one of those methods for me. I've known about it for a long time, but it was really interesting to learn more about it on a deeper level. Ayurveda is an ancient Indian wellness system. It's one of the oldest medical systems in the world. And it's just a holistic approach to physical and mental health and just helps you know yourself, your mind, your body on a different level. It's just, it's really interesting. And it kind of determines the way you eat, the way you move your body, the way you are. It's just really cool. It's kind of like um, if you're into the Enneagram and all of that, you'll you'll really enjoy this episode. Yeah, I learned so much from this episode. I had never heard about anything like the tongue scraping and all the things that she does. Um, Jenna is so inspirational. She's so knowledgeable. And she just shared so many things that I've been applying since we did this episode And I've noticed a major difference. So I'm really excited for everyone to listen to this one today. Oh, one of the things that I thought was so interesting when she talks about drinking water, like don't drink cold water. Remember? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And this sparked a revolution in our family. And mom like stopped drinking ice water for the longest time. Yep, yep, yep. Um, All right. Well, let's go ahead and kick it off and let us know what you guys think. And don't forget to share this episode and show us some love by leaving us a review. Um, Jenna, well, thank you so much for joining us. Like I was saying earlier, um, I am a huge fan of the Lotus Room. It's definitely my favorite massage that I've had in Nashville. So it's an honor to get to talk to you. Well, I am honored to be chatting with you ladies today. Thank you so much for asking me to be here. Oh my gosh, of course. Well, I've always been interested in Ayurveda. Um, I heard about it a couple years ago and just started reading more about it and listening to podcasts about it. And I'm so fascinated by it. It's been around for a long time, um, but I feel like it's just kind of gotten trendy in the past couple of years. Um, Can you talk a little bit about Ayurveda and what it is? Yeah, absolutely. So you're right on about it having been around for a long time. Uh, Ayurveda is, you know, kind of like the Cliff Notes version is it is the holistic, traditional holistic medicine out of India. So it's often like considered the oldest medicine practice, Um, kind of, so depending on who you talk to, it it is equally as old or older than traditional Chinese medicine. So kind of like TCM or traditional Chinese medicine, it has its own herbology, it has its own philosophy on life, it has its own bodywork practices. It has its own like whole food. There's a whole food element to it. So Ayurveda is definitely from an ancient space. And this ancient like human wisdom that has been passed down for, you know, a very long time. And so it is making a resurgence, which is so exciting. And I think the main reason for that is because of its accessibility 
to all beings and it doesn't you don't have to have a lot of money to practice Ayurveda you don't have to be you know I, I don't know you you can be anyone anywhere practicing these uh, rituals and this way of life and really receive the benefits of its wisdom and so I think that's why it's it's making a resurgence is because it's so accessible and it is ultimately a very intuitive practice uh, and way of looking at the world. It's so fascinating. It's so crazy how I feel like all of the things just kind of come back around, like all of the health and wellness trends, they all just yeah. started a long time ago and people just kind of pick them up and just got rediscover them, which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah, I agree. The, the Lotus Room was really like a vision that was birthed to me in massage school. So the Lotus Room came before I had even graduated uh, from studying body work. Um, and it was just really like a, a blossoming of, of myself. I think at the beginning was, it was just my, it was my massage practice. When I graduated from massage school, I started seeing clients, um, under the umbrella of the Lotus room. And, you know, that was a journey, all of its, all of its own of just like being out there in the world on my own and being an entrepreneur and, um, you know, like building my confidence and, and my skills and, uh, you know, making rent. So that was really like a transformative space for me. Um, so I was a one woman show doing body work here in Nashville. And it just started to kind of to grow like bigger than I could had the capacity for. So it was either like, okay, stay really small and just work for yourself or invite other people in and build something with others. And that's really what it turned into. So I started bringing on other healers into the space and, uh, and now, yeah, we have, I think 12 thir or 13 massage therapists who work there. Um, most of them, yeah, most of them that it is their career. It is what they do. Uh, so yeah, we love it. And we've been around for our 11th year. Congratulations. That's a huge deal. That's a long time in the business world. Backing up a little bit though, how did you get into like body work and massage and Ayurveda? Was that something that you were always interested in or was there a point that that became really clear to you? Yeah. So I have been a yogi for a long time. So I've practiced yoga like ever since college. And uh, that was really what, like where I was introduced to Ayurveda. Because a lot, a lot of times people refer to Ayurveda as like the sister of yoga. So where your yoga is like your movement on your mat, your connection with your breath and your physical body, Ayurveda is your yoga off of your mat. You know, it's your relationship with the external world um, and yourself. Um, so my getting into like the bodywork world was like one of those steps that I took that I was like, this feels like the right step for me and actually came to me in a dream. Uh, I was like graduating from college and uh, my grandmother had just passed away and she had left me some money. And I was like about, you know, I had studied public relations. I didn't know if that's what I wanted to do. I was having like a crisis. And I had this dream one night and I was like doing massage and I was like surrounded I had like this community of people um, supporting me and like cheering me on and I was doing this massage like kind of a strange vision uh, but I woke up and I was like I'm gonna go to massage school and I went and I did some research and the 
money that my grandmother left me was the exact amount of my tuition. And I was just like, okay, this feels, you know, like aligned. And so that's where I started that. And it was, it was where I was meant to be. And Ayurveda came through that because it has, like I mentioned, its own bodywork practice. So it was introduced to me, like there was, you know, this theory was introduced to me and I was like, yes, like, this is it. Like, I feel this in my, in my bones. Um, and so I went to India and I experienced um, all of the body work, like in Kerala, India, which is Southern India, where most of it is really practiced. Um, and I met a healer there. Her name is Lakshmi. And she took me under her wing and taught me uh, the body work practices in India. And so that's kind of, that's where that began. And it's just, you know, tendrilled out from there. Oh my God, I would love to go to India and just study Ayurveda and just like breath work and all of the things. I think that would just be the coolest, coolest thing ever. So talk to us about doshas. What are the doshas? And can you touch on each one of them? I think there's three. Absolutely. So the doshas are what really like, I think make, there's a lot of things that make Ayurveda unique, but when people are introduced to Ayurveda, the doshas are usually the first things that you meet. And the doshas are the kind of the synthesis or like the distillation of the relationship that we have as humans with the elements. So the foundation of Ayurveda is that we have the five elements, which are water, fire, earth, ether, which is space, and air. And so kind of from that, because that's, you know, that's a really macrocosm of, you know, information, we distill that down into the doshas. And so we have three doshas, vata dosha, which is the energy of air and ether. We have pitta dosha, which is the energy of fire and ether, since space is in everything. And then kapha or kapha dosha, which is earth and water. And uh, we use these, these distilled kind of uh, ways of seeing the world through the doshas uh, to do a couple of things. First of all, to see ourselves in relationship to our world. So a lot of times you're like, Google Ayurveda and it's like, what is your dosha? We even have one of those quizzes on the Lotus Room site. It's like, what is your dosha? We love a quiz. Because, <laughs> oh yeah, love a good quiz. <laughs> yeah. And so we find out through, it's mostly physical um, attributes. Uh, we can kind of tell what dosha is dominant. It can be, it. you can tell by uh, energy, like how you move through the world. Um, you can tell through um, how you think through the world as well. So we kind of have this dominant, most people have at least one, if not two, sometimes all three of like a dominant dosha. So it's like, this is kind of similar to horoscopes. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I'm an earth element, right? This is, this is how I move through the world. But on top of that, like another layer of that, and I often teach like, don't get too stuck like on your dosha is because we are dynamic beings. So we don't, maybe you have a dominant pitta dosha way, you know, fiery way of moving through the world, but that doesn't mean that's all you are. 
it means that it's a part of you and it's important to pay attention. But these other doshas exist as well. And so the doshas are really like our lenses that we put on, like when we go out and we're, we're assessing our relationship with food or we're having a digestive issue or, you know, we're, we're working through a mental process to be like, okay, what is, what is acting? What is showing up here? Like, is it the energy of fire? Is it the energy of air? Is it, is it a heavy earth element? Um, and so that's really what I think the doshas are the most useful for is like a lens of like seeing the world. Uh, and then from that, you can make decisions on how to interact with the world. So if I have like, just for, for the sake of an example, like if I have um, like a fiery digestive system, right? Like I have acid reflux or I'm like constantly have like a stomach ache and it feels really hot. Then my remedy for that is going to be to cool it down and weigh it down a little bit. So I want to avoid things that have the same elements as fire, like spicy Thai food, right? And instead I want to cool it and weigh it down. So that's kind of like and that can be applied to so many different things, right? Because life is so dynamic. Going back quickly to, I want to talk more about practical ways that you can incorporate Ayurveda into your everyday life. Like I know you briefly touched on like the foods you eat, but what are some ways that um, that we can actually like use it in our day-to-day? Love that question. So I have like, there's three main practices that I think everyone should do. Just like every, anyone and everyone everywhere. Uh, the first one is the least popular one, but I, the thing I see the most, and it is stop putting ice in all of your drinks. And I, so I'm so guilty of this as well, like iced coffee and smoothies and all of this. Okay. So I'm just going to start it off with that one because our digestive system is made to digest food that is uh, warm and soft and easy to process. And what happens when we overconsume? I'm not saying like never drink ice drinks, but when we drink only ice drinks, we actually spend more energy in the digestive process than necessary because our body is taking in things that are cold and it has to then spend energy to make it warm and get it through the digestive system. So what happens and what I've just seen in my practice with, uh, with clients who eat or take in a lot of cold things is that they have a sluggish digestive system, which in Ayurveda, that's the first thing we want to, we want to like heal is digestion. We have a sluggish digestive system, which throws off all the rest of the synapses and the and the communication um, in the body, and I think it's the easiest thing to fix because it's like something you can be like, oh, okay, no ice in my water. Let's try it. You know, let's opt for a warm drink yeah. instead. And so that's the one I like. I, I that's like my number one pro tip in Ayurveda. If you want to improve your digestion, then limit or avoid ice drinks as much as possible. Um, okay. So no ice. What are like maybe 
two or three more practical things we can we can do? Yep. So my other favorite Ayurvedic practice, which is pretty, you know, it's becoming popular, is tongue scraping. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. So tongue scraping is also super easy. You can get a tongue scraper on Amazon for like barely a dollar or a pack of them, you know what I mean? And like cycle through. And uh, yes, I love this practice because, okay, if like, if the eyes are the gateway to your soul or the windows to your soul, excuse me, eyes are the windows to your soul, your tongue is the gateway to your gut. So you can tell a lot about what's going on in your internal digestive tract from your tongue. And when you think about it, it's the first step in digestion, right? Yeah. So tongue scraping obviously has its like oh, its own benefits. Like you're you're moving gross stuff off your tongue. You're improving, you know, good breath. Always cute. Always want that. And so you know we're kind of we're clearing off our tongue, and then we can also kind of see like what's happening in the digestive system. So if you're noticing like wow, I have a lot of buildup on my tongue. Kind of gross, but it happens. It's usually a sign that there's something there's buildup even deeper down. So a good, you know, thing to be like, okay, how can, how can I adjust this? How can I kind of clear, clear out? Maybe I just need more water. Water is always a great place to start. Right. So I think getting in tongue scraping, mm-hmm. I think what it does other than freshening your breath and keeping your oral hygiene up top notch is you get a chance to look at your tongue every day and be like, huh, is there something new going on here that I can't see? Because most of the time when it comes to digestion, we go on feeling and feeling, you know, that's one, Mm -hmm. obviously a very potent way. Uh, But this is like Mm -hmm. adding another element of like, I'm going to look now and see if I can notice anything different on my tongue. So tongue scraping. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. Tongue scraping. And then let's see my other, my last uh, like top Ayurvedic tip uh, also has to do with digestion is triphala. So triphala is, oh yeah, so triphala is, it's an herb and it is uh, a traditional Ayurvedic digestive herb. It's made up of three fruits and it's good, it's good for everyone. There are some contraindications if you're pregnant and breastfeeding, uh, but other than that, like it's a very gentle digestive herb so usually you can take it in a pill form or it comes in tincture forms there's also like powder form which you can add to like a smoothie or something mm-hmm. that's not my favorite way because it's pretty bitter so it'll kind of like you're like oh gross like a taste of that um so pill or like a tincture is is a great one but what it helps with is just it's like a gentle cleanser of of the colon and the digestive tract uh, and a little goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It's safe to use for a long time. It has no uh, like interference with other medications. So it's just a really awesome herb that you can add into your routine if like herbs are like something you like to you like to utilize for your wellness. Uh, How do you spell that? Yep, it's T R I P H A L A. Triphala. Okay, mm-hmm. I have to look that up. Yeah. Okay. 
So we are going to ditch the ice. We're scraping our tongues. And now we have a new herb to purchase. That's honestly pretty simple. Like I was expecting way worse. Oh, well, we can get worse if you want. <laughs> well, this time of year, it's cold out. So now is a great time to ditch, ditch the ice for a little bit. But another thing I'm obsessed with right now is our infrared saunas. I've started going to them and I just can't talk about them enough. I'm just so amazed by them. I love them so much. There's nothing I love more than just going and sitting there for an hour. Um, But I know that you guys offer that at the Lotus Room. So can you tell me a little bit about how that is linked to Ayurveda and what are the benefits of that? Uh, I love the infrared sauna as well. So uh, for anyone who's like unfamiliar with what infrared is, it is a light wave that is absorbed into your body as heat. So, and you're like traditional sauna, like at the gym, you know, you go, or, you know, you go in and you have two kinds. Typically you have like your steam sauna, which is like the moist heat. And then you have your dry sauna, which is going to be, you know, those stones and it gets really hot in there. And so this is, this is definitely a, a dry sauna experience. And, but instead of heating your body, like from the outside in, the infrared penetrates the tissues to a cellular level and then heats you up from the inside out. So like a lot of people experience it a little different. Like for me, it's like, I get in and I'm like, oh, I don't sweat. I'm like, you know, I'm warming up. It feels really good. And then like the last 10 minutes, I'm like, like sweating it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always, that's how it works for me. And so basically the idea is from the infrared and it's the same light we use to like heat babies uh, at the hospitals. It's very gentle and non-invasive, but it helps to, the main thing it really helps with and what we utilize it for is pain management. Um, So it helps to decrease inflammation. It helps to um, like detox the system Uh, in Ayurvedic practice. it's usually done after you receive massage because you have all these oils on your body that have herbs in them. And then you get into this heat and all, everything opens up and like all of this plant medicine can kind of sink a little deeper into your skin. Uh, But then on top of that, there's also, you know, like anti-aging benefits and anti-inflammation and swelling benefits. Um, So those, that's why we love the infrared sauna. And we traditionally in Ayurveda, a lot of like the heat therapy is has like a steam element to it. And one of the reasons I chose the infrared over like a steam sauna is because in Tennessee, we actually have a very damp climate. And so I like if we were in, you know, on the West Coast where it was a lot drier, I feel like though that damp kind of wet, uh, hot heat would be very beneficial. But because we live here, we have this like naturally damp environment. And so we found a lot of healing, you know, for our clients mm-hmm. in Tennessee with the, with the dryer infrared sauna. Hmm. So we love it. About that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So just kind of like the balance. Yeah. yeah. Depending on where you are. I listened to the – I'll link it, but I listened to this podcast episode with um, – it was on um, the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, and they talk about, like, the benefits of different light therapy, and it's just so fascinating to me. 
very into it right now. I don't know. I just like it boosts your mood. It helps, like you said, with inflammation. Some people have said like it helps with weight loss and fat burning. Um, so really can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it's great. I love how technology is like catching up, you know, to like yeah. things we know intuitively. <laughs> and we can utilize it <laughs> for our wellness now. Normally, Allie finds all the cool things like infrared saunas, and then she tells me and my mom about them. And then we're like, okay, I guess we should go. So next time I come to Nashville, I don't even think we have one in Oxford, but next time I come to Nashville, I'm going to have to go to the Lotus Room, go to the infrared sauna. I have a lot to do, and now I'm looking forward to it. So that's perfect. The Ayurvedic massage that they do at the Lotus Room, it's so cool. It's like they you start with dry brushing and then you have the massage and then there's like this macadamia nut oil or something that they pour like all over your head and massage into your scalp. It's just an incredible experience. It's unlike any other massage for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty epic. And one thing about Ayurvedic body work that most people don't know until they experience it it's it's pretty oily and that's like oh, really yeah. intentional it's like yeah we like you are oiled up baby like, and it's so, so good like, it's so grounding <laughs> yeah it's so grounding it's like so nourishing and they're all like herbal oils too so it's all plant you know infused which is awesome I did, I did <laughs> have to wash my hair like seven times before the oil was yep. all <laughs> And it then it was amazing. all soft and shiny. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Multi-beneficial for sure then. Yeah, I'm sold. I'm going. Well, there's one question that we like to ask at all of our guests that join us um, at the end of the interview. And so we were wondering if you have a mantra or affirmation or quote that you're currently living by right now. Mm, I have so many. But one that is a constant and has become even more potent in my life right now is um, time is on my side. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And that has, that has been one. So I have a 16 month old and like becoming a mother changed my relationship with mm -hmm. myself and my body and, you know, and time for sure. Um, and so a lot of, and, and being a business owner and, you know, also like an autonomous person who has visions and dreams and passions. Um, I really felt like my relationship with time was slipping. Like I kept saying, Oh, there's not enough time. There's just not enough time. I said it all. I, so I say that, say it all the time. <laughs> There's just not enough time for that. I don't have time. And so <clears throat> this mantra came to me um, of like, time is not against you. Like you, there's plenty of time. Like, and it was just a, like this really easy, mm -hmm. like flip in my brain of like, time is on your side. Mm -hmm. Like time is your friend. And how do you treat a friend? You know, you acknowledge it, you make time for it you know, you, you, you are in it, you're with it, you don't push it mm -hmm. away and say, oh, there's, uh, there's not enough, there's not enough of me for you. Um, so more of like, I'm living, I'm living alongside of time versus being that. dictated, my life being dictated by time, not having enough of it. Wow, that's, 
That's a good one. I love that. We actually just interviewed um, Cassie Holmes. She's an author that wrote this book called Happier Hour. And it talks about the link between time and happiness and like time scarcity and how the secret to happiness isn't, you know, wealth of money. It's actually wealth of time. Um, But it's a really great read, especially if you're feeling time scarcity. Definitely. I feel like that's honestly a mantra too that I needed to hear, especially like, you know, through the holidays and the new year, people start to think I have like not enough time to you know, accomplish all these things I want to get done. But really that's kind of what we talked about with our um, interview. It's just like looking at it more in a grand scheme than, you know, day by day. Like we have plenty of time. We have all the time that we make for ourselves. So I'm so glad you shared that. I think I needed to hear that today. Um, Jenna, well, we've so enjoyed talking to you. I've loved this conversation and learning more about Ayurveda and hearing your story. Um, I'm going to go make some tea and dump out my ice and order a tongue scraper. <laughs> yes, do it.